0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver.
1: I am the Omega... Welcome to Double Tech
0: I am Darrell H.B. Young I am Christian Weaver And we thank you so much for tuning in Had to start up show with Kendrick Because there was a big announcement Would you like to tell the people, Christian? I know it's not even basketball related But we're both excited Could you please tell the
1: people? New Kendrick album, May 13th of 2022 You lying to me, ain't you? It's just a rumor, right? I hope Kendrick's not lying to us.
0: So he did the whole big, you know, social thing. It was basically
1: the Michael Jordan, I'm back (laughs) thing. It really was. It
0: really was. And I'm very excited about that. So yes, we we had to start off the show with some Kendrick because we need some new Kendrick. So we have a few more weeks till that drops. Wish it was like right around the corner. three weeks, yeah. It's too long, man. I need it now. Luckily, I get Push T's album tomorrow, so I'll be be happy about that. But thank y'all so much for tuning in to Double Tech. We're excited. We're in the midst of NBA playoff action. So far, it's been fantastic. And the big story, we're going to go through all the matchups. We're going to go through all the games. We're going to kind of see how we feel about our predictions last week. See if we still feel confident about what we picked and how we feel about those. But we have to start off the show, Christian, with maybe, is this the biggest series of the playoffs? Do we, yes, do we agree with it's that? It's the
1: biggest series of the first round for sure. I mean, both two sevens are pretty pretty important, I yeah. would say. Memphis and Minnesota and Boston and Brooklyn, but we're gonna start in the Eastern Conference with Boston and Brooklyn. Uh Boston has narrowly got a two game lead, I would say. Both yeah. games could have went the Nets way and they just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: I'd agree with that. There were it was definitely they were down to the wire, even when people, you know, both teams take a decent lead. It, it still feels like, OK, that lead isn't safe and you got to take it all the way to the end of the game. So, yeah, same way goes with uh this past game. Nets got up pretty big. Can not remember how much they got up by?
1: I think it may have been 15 at 15, one point. 80. They were up pretty
0: big. Yep. And they still let Boston come back and uh, take the victory. So now they lead 2-0. In the grand scheme of things, Christian, all they've really done is take care of home. That, that's how you have to look at yeah, it. Yeah, right? you need to still win at home though. I mean when you know other want teams at to, home. You you want to, but you don't have to really. Like it's not required.
1: It's not required, no. Last year in the finals, you know, Suns Suns won two games and then oh, Milwaukee ran off four. Oh my
0: gosh. And that that is still my prediction, Christian. I still think the Nets will win in six. So they have to run off four. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be real difficult. That, they have to win next game. Oh, yeah. Have to, yeah. It's over if they don't. Oh yeah, you're you're not going down 3 and coming back because Boston's too good for that. I'm sorry, maybe against a team that you you feel like they just, even though Boston kind of, what's the best way to put it? Even though they, like you said at the beginning of the show, they narrowly took the victory. Boston is too good to think you're going to beat them four times in a row easily. Like to beat them four times in a row when you have to. I feel like they still can. I'm hoping they do. But yeah, man, Boston is looking real good. You talk about the superstars on the Nets. You look at KD, you look at Kyrie. In the second game, really. The first game we talked about, <laughs> you sent you me a text basically just saying, man, KD is trash." And it's kind of hard to argue with that. But my, my argument with you when you text me that was, man, Boston is playing some great defense. That's the only thing yeah, I can give him.
1: He's yes. a star player. You got to hit shots.
0: And you're looking at the shots he's taking. Defense or not, he's getting a good look because KD is so big he can shoot over anybody. And when he's going up for the shot, it looks like it's just him in the rim. Every time KD shoots, it's almost like he's not really worried about who the defender is. He's just focused on getting a shot where it needs to be. And boy, he was not getting a shot where it needed to be this last game. He struggled again. And y- you got to think if
1: KD's playing better, Nets up to Oh, no doubt. Um, like we always say like, of course they play defense in the NBA. You can see that. But when you're a star player, like Kevin Durant or like Joel Embiid or any star player like that, they can't defend you. Like, if you're on, you're on, and they're not going to stop you. Mm. And Kevin Durant's not on right now. First game, he was 9 for 24. Jeez. He was that bad in the first yes. game? Yes. The first game, he was 9 <laughs> for 24. And in the second game, he was? 4 of 17. 4 of 17. So in the two games combined, he's 13 of 41, 32% from the field, 2 for 7 from 3, 8 assists, 12 turnovers.
0: Wow. KD, what is going on? You you were my MVP, or you were going to be if yeah. you played all the season. He, but wow.
1: It's like he's took a time machine back to 2016 and it's 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals.
0: <laughs> Dude, we don't, we don't, we don't want to see that. I, I, I really don't, and I hate to see it because a lot of the times the arguments are, you know, KD, is he the most gifted uh, offensive player we've ever seen? But man, I hate yeah. to see him struggling like this because it's, it's looking bad, man. And th- this is the times now, last year, whenever the playoffs were going on, and it was, you know, Brooklyn against the Bucks, and KD was essentially carrying, was carrying the them, yeah. and was playing insane, took it right into the Olympics and did the same thing. But now you have Kyrie who was playing well, played well in the first game, kind of struggled yeah. in the second game. But now, okay, what's what's the excuse now? You know what I mean? Because even though Boston is playing great defense, because they look fantastic on the defensive end, you're you you can not give them all the credit. They're struggling to score and it looks bad.
1: I guess you could blame maybe supporting cast, but Bruce Brown played pretty well last night. I would say if you would have told me he had twenty three th- last night, exactly. It's like, it's like Bruce Brown's got twenty three. It's like oh, the Nets are going to win, dude.
0: That that's insane. If you would have told me that Seth Bruce Curry Brown had
1: sixteen, yeah,
0: that that's not what you need. You you need Drogic them. Had
1: eighteen off the bench. I mean, yeah, gosh, yeah. You, you would think they win off those. You really do,
0: and and and, the, and that's that sucks too because I, I really feel like. They could have won that. They should have won that first game.
1: They should have. Yeah.
0: So, you know, if Boston steals this one inside one one Boston split. You're happy. You, you go back home with the split series. But now you're going back home. They took care of home. But, you know, you could
1: have stole at least one of them. You should have stole at least one of them. So what does happen if they lose in this series? Is Steve Nash the scapegoat? Because I really don't, I don't know what he does. I don't I don't know what he does. It's like they're in the huddle and he's like, come on, guys. Play basketball.
0: You know, it's it's funny because I'm glad you brought that up too. Because you, you see the Talking Heads, and they're saying, you know, you can't blame Steve Nash for this. But at the same time, I'm with you a thousand percent. What exactly does. does Steve Nash do? Now I know it's a lot more than just oh uh, he 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 has to you know kind of show what he does. But at the same time, I don't really see. There's no imprint of Steve Nash on this. It's it's two really good offensive players who basically their talent carries them to a win or a loss. Right. That that's pretty much what it comes down to. And I I don't know if Steve Nash will take the blame when he should get some of it because I don't see any schemes. I don't see any fantastic plays. Oh, did you see that? Oh, look at that cut. Look, oh, that was a great play call right there. That's never been the case. Not with the Nets. I haven't no. seen
1: it. No, I haven't seen it either. So, I think if they lose this year, which would be a pretty big disappointment. I mean, you're in year two of Kyrie and KD. You had James Harden for a time that didn't work out, uh, mm. mostly because of injury. Yeah. So, what what happens next if you lose for the second straight year? If you lose for the second or, straight year, do you have to worry about KD and Kyrie wanting to stay there long term? Are they wanting? Are they looking for greener pastures? If that's the case, do you fire Steve Nash and hope you can hire a coach that can get the most out of them? Well, a lot of those answers or a lot of those questions may be
0: answered. Depending on what happens in the next two games, you actually have some game breaking news about what's going to transpire for game four. Is it?
1: Yes. Game four. Ben Simmons is expected to make his return. OK, so no need to worry, guys. <laughs> the savior's here. OK, so
0: now that being said, that's still game four. So we look at game three and it's a must win. For you have quick. to win. It. OK, so let's say they win that game. Ben Simmons comes back plays fantastic on the defensive side because I don't I don't even expect them to you know no one's looking for him to get buckets you just need KD to play better the supporting cast you can't ask them to do anything more than they've done you you just need your star players to play better but if they lose this series I don't know man I don't know if you want to blow it up or not just as far as making big change well let me take it back I don't know if KD or Kyrie are gonna want to leave you know what I mean I right. feel like they'll they'll hang around I think they still feel like they have a chance with a few tweaks here and there, but you got to make some changes though. You got to make some changes, but I don't see either of those guys leaving. I don't see them. I, I don't see any game breaking changes. I, I don't see it happening for that team. Win or loss. I don't, I don't see anything just epic happening, but you feel like with Ben Simmons coming back game four, they tied up series is tied two two. Then it's the best out of three series. I think that's what's going to happen.
1: If that happens, if they can steal Game 3 and they get to Game 4, Ben Simmons comes back, I think the Nets can win the series still. Oh, yeah. But they have to win Game 3. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. Has to win Game 3. But if Ben Simmons comes back, he can give them what they need. They can, He can play defense. He's a pretty solid passer, of course. He can grab some boards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he scores 10, 12 points a game, good. That's just extra. Yeah. I mean, all, they only need him for defense rebounding, and making some good passes.
0: That's it. That's it. And that's hopefully that's what he brings to the table. I, I don't want to see any more screenshots of shoes on the court or anything like that. I just want you to come out, give your team what they need, and help them get a victory. Speaking of help get to victory, that game one, he played – I mean, he didn't play that well in the game two, but i tell you who was balling in game one. Andre Drummond. Dude. Oh, yeah, he did play well. <laughs> he played fantastic. I know you always <laughs> – I know you always call Andre Drummond. You say he had like the most meaningless rebounds like ever in the NBA. Like every game it seems like he does like 15, 16 rebounds and it doesn't have an effect on the game. Right. But I think that first game, all the plays that he was making had an effect in the game. That may have been the first time I was looking at Andre Drummond like, okay. He only played eight, 17 minutes though. But still, that like he, he looked like he was putting up valuable minutes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think in that, in that time maybe – I don't know what the matchup was, but I think he got played off the floor defensively. He couldn't stay with his guy. But he looked good on offense.
0: (laughs) Who would have thought you'd say that?
1: Yeah. Uh, Nick Claxton is probably the guy that they'll go with because he's a switchable big man and he can guard on the perimeter and stuff like that. The problem with him is he can't shoot free throws. He's awful at shooting free throws. Oh, boy. He's (laughs) like worse than Andre Drummond
0: at shooting free throws. How crazy is that? Yeah, I think I saw them saying, yeah, that's who you want on the line if you're uh, (laughs) a— If you're uh, the Celtics and you want to send him to the line every single time. So, yeah, dude, I'm I'm looking at this series and I still got Brooklyn in six. I'm not going to change it yet for the simple fact that it can happen. Not saying it will, but it still can right now with how everything is set up.
1: So I said Boston in six with the caveat that if Ben Simmons returned, maybe I'd go Nets in seven. But I think I'm just going to stick with. Boston 6.
0: you still going Boston 6? Yeah. I'll
1: give Nets, they'll get, you know, two wins. Yeah. But that's it. They're not going to win the series. Come
0: on. Nope. Come on. Ben Simmons
1: comes back. Celtics are too good. They do look good, man. They they, they look real good. So looking at who they would play in the next round, you would think Milwaukee, but I oh. guess we'll get to that series here in a little bit. You want to go ahead and hit this break and then come back and get into the good. Uh, Eastern and stuff? That's that's good.
0: Good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep, so yeah, whenever we come back, we'll run through some of these East matchups. But yeah, man, I, I, I man, I really thought the series would be tied one one right now between the Celtics and should have been. Kinda At least. Should've yep. been. But who knows, man. Ben Simmons. He he may he may be the voice of reason to come in and say, okay, guys. Basketball Messiah. This. That's what you think? Yeah. <laughs> we gonna the find Nets out. Messiah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, man, we're we gonna go over these East matchups when we get back. It's been some good playoff action, Christian. I've been enjoying these series, man. So so far, I gotta say, as far as my
1: favorite series, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. I think uh, Boston and Brooklyn's of course up there, and Minnesota and Memphis are of course up there. But uh, there's a few in the East that are not interesting.
0: <laughs> not I, that interesting. I like it anyway. calmly. You say it's like, eh. I can I can do without it. It's been fun though. It's been fun. When we get back, we'll hit those series right here on Double Tech. me on First, but I know what I can't stand. Everybody has to factor the matter as I can't add up to what you can, but everybody has a piece of the moment. Pants woman dogs in the night time trapped with the chickens like pop, 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 money changing colors like tat, tat. I'm just trying to get it, I ain't trying to die. she got a pickle on your booty, made the world cry. In the kitchen, wrist, just it like a stir fry. Hold them bands down. Welcome back to double tech. HB, Mr. Weaver your favorite rappers out of Atlanta right <laughs> no I wouldn't I wouldn't say that uh, this this is probably my favorite amigo song just because it's a Neptune who term. is your favorite Atlanta rapper oh it's it's oh my gosh T I is up there high Luda's pretty high. I like Luda Outcast of legends I mean Outcast was yeah. outcast and
1: like, I was, but I mean you could say Andre 3000. yes But people sleep on Big Boy. Oh, they do. Like, if you have Big Boy, if you have Andre 3000 in your top 50, then Big Boy should be Yeah, but a lot of people don't. They just
0: completely just write off Big Boy, even though he's a beast. Big Boy got some bars, but Andre 3000 is a monster. It really is. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Double Tech. Since we're talking about Atlanta rappers, we might as well hop into this series. And it's over. Okay, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Miami leads Atlanta 2-0. And like I said, they've just taken care of home. But do you really feel like Atlanta's going to turn the page in game three?
1: No. Yeah. Which I think I said, did I say Atlanta had a chance? But I think I said Miami in six. I believe I did. I think you did. Let me see. What did I put? I'm pretty sure I said Miami in six. Yeah, okay, I think we both said Miami in six because I, I have Miami and six. I though. don't think it'll go six, but maybe maybe five now. But um, first two games have not been pretty at all. Especially for Trey Young. Although the second game, it was only a 10-point game. But Jimmy Butler had 45, his playoff career high. Dude, and um, bubble Jimmy's back. Yeah. He was four for seven from three, which if you don't know, Jimmy Butler shoots like 20% from three. <laughs> So, <laughs>
0: yeah. If Jimmy Butler's hitting threes, you're probably not going to win. It's gonna, it's gonna be a bad time. It's gonna be a real bad time. J- Jimmy buckets yeah. He, he's been playing great, and I do. I don't know what Atlanta can do. I just don't. Well, they don't have quentin Capella, which hurts them. It does. Um, and how long is he out for now? I don't think he's gonna play. Dang, that's unfortunate.
1: I could be wrong. I don't think he's going to.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. But, yeah, Miami just as a whole looks a lot more comfortable than Atlanta.
1: Oh, definitely. (laughs) Uh, Edwina, they did have that run last year where they played pretty well, of course. But I don't know. I just don't know what it is today. I mean, or this year. They kind of brought back the same team. They're just not as good for some reason. Yeah, uh, you're right. And they just happened to catch a flaming
0: hot Miami team who's playing the best they've played. Cause they play because they hot they went into the playoffs playing great like they they took all that momentum right, yeah. because they were on the climb as the playoffs were getting ready to start and they've just taken that momentum right into it so they they ran into a freight train man this was a bad matchup for them anybody who got that eight seed it just was going to be tough Cleveland or Atlanta and it just happened to be Atlanta. yeah
1: and last year they ran into the steaming pile that was the New York Knicks <laughs> That had overachieved the entire year. Oh. They and then did. show their true selves in the playoffs. Oh my gosh. Jeez. What did Julius Randle shoot in that series? Where's that? What did Julius Randle shoot in that series? Oh, was I can't. Like 30%? It was bad. The
0: yeah. New York Knicks are trash.
1: Sorry, I they just are. like to play that. Yeah, they are
0: trash. Dude, that, that's insane. But yeah, you're right. They did run until that was, that was a wonderful team to play against. But yeah, Miami, they're, they're a different monster right now. You had Miami in six. I say Miami in five. Now I'm thinking so that that sounds a lot better.
1: I don't I don't see how Atlanta could win two games. <laughs> I, mean, I don't either. Maybe maybe they get back to Atlanta and Qua- your boy Quavo's sitting over there and he inspires them to win at least one.
0: Hey, you know he's gonna be hyped up for his boy Ice Trey. and boy Ice Trey needs it. He he really does. Yeah, it, it's he, been a struggle uh, for him these
1: past two games. In that first game, what did he shoot from three? In the second game, he shot 2 for 10 from 3. In oh the first gosh. game, he shot 0 for 7. So, oh, he's 2 for 17 from 3. Dude, like. Whew. In the first game, he was 1 for 12 from the field. Yeah,
0: that's that's not awful. good. That, that's not good at all. Yeah, yeah. so, so yep, yeah, I got Miami. I Well, I had Miami in 6. I'm going to just say now. Matter of fact, let me write it down over here. Put Miami in 5.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll write it down over here also.
0: Miami in 5 this is what I'm going to change to there's an update um that game
1: three will be on friday by
0: the way okay okay so yeah we'll we'll uh oh yeah i'll ask you this since we have exactly seven days to our next show when we come back do you think any series will already be over should be possibly He you know i would imagine we'd have to look at the schedule exactly because i know there's a Philly, possibility. toronto
1: one's over oh facts definitely that one's over facts well, I guess we can we'll uh, move on to that one. Yeah, we'll go right to it. Um, <laughs> the first two games were not competitive at all, I would say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Wasn't even close? Nah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I, I could say that it wasn't close. And then, of course, you, usually what happens when that team, that away team, goes back home, they're going to give you that best punch in game three. It's, it's inevitable. You, you know, very few times, it does happen, but very few times. More so than not, you're going to get their best punch in that third game. And... Toronto gave their best punch. They 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 were right there, but...
1: They should have had it.
0: They I think they had Siakam
1: it. at the line with 24 seconds left. Or not... No, it was Precious Achua. Precious Achua was at the line with like 24 seconds left. Could have gave him a two-point lead. Kung, kung. Could have gave him a one-point lead. Oh, Just hit one. Dude. But no, he clanked both of them. Dude, dude. So they end up going to overtime, and then Joel Embiid hits a great three-point shot with like 0.7 left, and it was over. That was a good look. Yeah, it was. So Joel Embiid's been pretty... Uh, Pretty good this series, I would say. Still my MVP, baby. Um, first game was 131 to 111, wasn't even close. 112 to 97, second game, wasn't even close. 104 to 101 in the third game, it was a close game. Um, Tyrese Maxey's playing. Playing pretty well. Oh, I would he's playing say. great. <laughs> Did you see
0: that one play where uh, I can't remember who it was that kind of fouled him and um, he knocked him down to the ground? I, who was it that said something to him? But he said, You need to get in the weight room. And the match was like, I'm sorry, man. I made a fall. He's like, I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that pushed him down? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, well, it did um, been Fred Van Vliet. I, I think it was. Yeah,
1: on the series, he's averaging 27 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists on 61% and 44%. Dude. Three. Yeah, he's... Is he, he playing better than James Harden? As it stands. He is, right? So James Harden <laughs> is averaging 18 points, 6 rebounds, 10 assists, uh, only 3 turnovers a game, and shooting... Thirty or 41% from the field and 44% from three. I think, I mean, James is playing pretty, he is. you know, consistent. He's not getting the high scoring totals that you're used to from James Harden, but he's playing solid.
0: But, hey, I'm fine with that if you got Joel doing Joel things. And I then have no problem with that.
1: You got the guy that literally no one ever notices when they watch the 76ers, Tobias Harris. He's playing, He's having a good series, <laughs> though. Uh, why why, is it, why isn't Tobias Harris going to have, like, so many, like, good games?
0: You just the, don't you never you don't notice. Him him. It's like
1: he can score twenty four <laughs> points. I'm like, this dude's got is that like his second bucket? I was like, I can't tell. Like, this dude's been hooping all yeah, game. He but he's averaging nineteen in the series, nineteen and nine, nine rebounds, fifty seven percent and sixty four percent from three. Okay. So he's he's really playing well. Um maybe future thunder when they dump him in the offseason, we'll see. <laughs> I'm but, sure you would take that. I don't know if I would. You wouldn't? Bad Why contract. Not? That's a word. Ah, maybe well, the worst contract in the NBA. How many years
0: does he have left on it? I'm, I'm not sure, sure. A stack
1: left. Just wait, but, wait until uh, it
0: kind of gets down to the last couple. So,
1: oh man, I had Toronto in seven. What were you thinking? I was thinking <laughs> they would be healthy, uh, but they're not. They're really banged up, and Scotty Barnes has been out, and it's it's yeah, it's Philly in four. Yeah,
0: I had Philly in six, but yeah, I, I'm saying Philly in four now. They're they're going to wrap that series up and go ahead and. Finish them off and
1: get them some rest. 76ers were limping into the playoffs. And I'm like, oh, the Raptors are actually pretty hot now. And mm. then they get all banged up. No, it's... man.
0: not not. Uh, uh, I f- I felt good. I, I should have said Philly and five from the jump. It even sounds better. But I kind of want to say Philly and five, but I don't think Toronto's even going to No, Toronto's one.
1: not going to steal one. It's nope.
0: That no. was their chance. No, it really They missed it. That, that was definitely but, their best shot.
1: But another team that I thought they missed their chance. Chicago-Milwaukee. Man. Even at one one after Man. last night's game where Chicago won one fourteen to one ten and DeMar DeRozan bounced back uh from playing awful in the playoffs like he pretty much always does. Hey, but chill out. He heard you talking yeah, about him too. He shot sixteen of thirty one from the field, which well at what point does like fifty percent become bad? It it's not. I don't
0: care. I don't care. And I'm gonna tell you why. I think if it, it becomes bad I don't know, but is it the 40 shot mark?
1: Yeah. I think when you hit around 40. Like if you're 25 and 50, I'm like, dude, that's not. That, that's a lot of shooting. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> shooting. I don't know shooting. if anybody besides Will has ever attempted 50 in a game, but we'll. See. I don't
0: know. Kobe actually did in that 60-point game. Yeah, game. I forgot few, about that. That
1: 50 of them things. And I think
0: he ended up shooting like 20, what was it, like, 28 for 50, something like that. A little over 50%. Yeah, it's, not, it's not too bad. Yeah, but, when, but yeah, whenever you hit like 40 shots and you're right at the 50 mark, yeah, that's it's kind of tough. I don't mind 16 for 31. I think no, that's, that's not too bad.
1: Yeah. He was over two from three. He's not a three-point shooter. Had 41 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Nikola Vucevic actually played really well. He had 24 and 13 on 10 of 18. And Zach Levine had 20 on 7 of 13. Uh, Giannis played great, as always. He had 33 and 18, nine assists. But uh, story of the game is Chris Middleton gets hurt and he's probably going to miss a uh, couple, couple. I heard that he may be out three to four weeks. Oh no, which may not be good for the Bucks. Uh, yeah, title run. Whoa. And then uh, Bobby Portis got hit in the eye. He only played six minutes. Oh man. Hey, well, <laughs> hey. I think Bobby Portis will be fine coming up, but he couldn't play the rest of that game. But yeah. I- um. Chris Middleton's gonna be out for a while, and I saw a stat. Basically, when they have all three of their big three Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday, their record is really good, but when they only have two of them, it's negative. Dang,
0: for real? Yeah. So, wow. gotta have maybe a, a story squad. to
1: watch. Um, if he's out that long, it, it, it's gonna be tough. It, yeah, because be in tough. the next round, they would face the winners of Boston Brooklyn. Ooh. And if Chris Middleton is out, even though Giannis, I think, is the most dominant force in the NBA currently, uh, I would have to take either Boston or Brooklyn if Chris Middleton's going to miss that entire series. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think I agree with you on that. You're going to need all the help you can get regardless of which team you play in that matchup. But but yeah, I, I had Milwaukee winning that series. I mm-hmm.
1: had Milwaukee in four. I think you gave them one. Yeah, I had Milwaukee in five. I'm going to change that to Chicago. Uh, without Chris Middleton, they should still win the series. Uh-uh.
0: I'm putting my money on Demar, baby. Okay, I'm putting my um, money on Demar. I got Chicago in six. I'll go
1: Milwaukee in six. Okay. Okay. The strength of Giannis will be too much for them. He um, is a beast. That first game though, that was such a bad game. Like <laughs> the Bulls shot thirty two percent from the field, they shot nineteen percent from three, and the Bucks shot forty one percent from the field and twenty six percent from three. It was like Jeez. nobody could score. Could score, yeah, could score. It was at like all. watching a college game. <laughs> And hey, you can't say that too loud in this building man, but it was true,
0: yeah, but it's so true. Yeah, it
1: was like watching a college game. so uh, we got Miami, Philadelphia, and then we're split on Milwaukee, Chicago, and Boston, Brooklyn, yeah, oh, well, I can't wait. Sound, sounds good to
0: me, but yeah, okay, so let's see of these four, yeah, I think uh, yeah, the Philly and Toronto series will definitely be done when we come back. Not from, oh, this, definitely. not from this break I mean not that even fast. if.
1: yeah even if Toronto <laughs> takes you know this next game they can still finish the series yeah they'll, they'll still wrap it up I
0: actually let's see I have
1: you have the schedule when's uh you bet I do game four no game five the uh, Philly Toronto yeah okay yeah game five would be Monday
0: yeah so they'll if they make it to a game six that would be next, next Thursday. Thursday
1: yeah so it'll be over
0: though. yeah I think it'll be over too so but yep, so that's how that's how we're looking on this eastern side. When we come back, look at these uh, west matchups and uh, talking about injuries. Phoenix got a big one too. Yep. That stinks, man. I hate it for him, I really do. Jeez. You gonna pick the upset? You bet I am. Uh, I'm going eight beating a one. I'm, I'm going eight beating a one. I, I know people saying, oh, they should still win. Now they should. Dude, dude, dude Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum we'll save it when we get back. We'll save it right here on Double
1: Tech. <laughs>
0: What you going do, cub? Guess we're rolling in with them baby blue chug. and Welcome I'm back still, to Double Tech. Dad, loose, HB, Christian Weaver. That's Christian's street. favorite rapper out of the West. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Pretty sure your favorite rapper out of the West is uh, Kendrick Lamar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> in that era, uh, it would be Tupac. Oh, without question. Come on now. Let's, let's keep it But Tupac's buck. like, he didn't even count. He didn't th- count. Tupac is an entity like yeah. he's he's a little bigger than most. Yeah, he he definitely doesn't doesn't count as the the average rapper. He doesn't. He can't. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to Double Tech on Buzz 2 or on anywhere you can get your podcast. I'm not even going to run through the list. It's a long list. But if you can get podcasts there, I bet you you can find us. Yeah, I it's bet you're right. Strong possibility. All right, folks. Playoffs. Full swing. Having a great time. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. I know we are. And I know these players are as well. We're in the West now. We, we got a lot of basketball to get to in this segment. Christian, what's the most interesting series in the West right now?
1: Well, I think the most interesting series is something else, but we did kind of tease Phoenix and New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, so right. I guess we'll get into that. I think you're Devin right. Devin Booker's going to be out two to three weeks, supposedly. No! So uh, no. probably the rest of the
0: series. So did you, you saw the play where whenever it happened, you could see it in his face. I edit. actually didn't see the play. You didn't? It was... It was kind of one of those non-contact, going under the rim, kind of coming down. And was he how, trying
1: to contest somebody? I'm trying to see. Was he on the offensive end?
0: Was he putting a shot up, or was he contesting? I think it was contesting, mm-hmm. but he kind of came, went under the backboard, didn't like didn't fall anything, but just kind of turned around when he landed, got up, and was just like, you could see in his face, and you can, I think he kind of looked over at Chris Paul too, and you can see in Chris Paul's face that they knew this sucks like this is yeah a, this, this is this is probably going to be a little bit bigger than we knew on the outside looking in but now that you watch it yeah it, it's a sucky situation because now you're looking at a team I know it's a one and an eight and you would think hey you no know, if they can just get through this series maybe they can stretch it out but you say two to three weeks for Devin mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's tough that that's tough so he's essentially out for this series so now what do you think
1: I had Phoenix in five originally. I believe I had Phoenix in five also.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I'll go Phoenix in seven. You go Phoenix in seven? Yeah, I think the Pelicans can push them. Yeah, I think they can push
0: them too. And they're going to beat them. I have How the many games? I have the Pelicans in
1: six. In six? Pelicans in six. Suns are only going to win one more game. One more game. Yep. Because they're, they're going to be riding that energy. They're this- going to be excited. Okay, what if it was Chris Paul injured, not Devin Booker? How would you feel? Pelicans and six. Okay. Um I, dude, as good as Phoenix is, I still feel like they, they need the whole squad. They man. were I don't know, they went a while without Chris Paul and they were fine. They did. But Ooh, they did, but I think I Devin know. Booker's a little he can carry the offensive load yeah. more than Chris Paul can, so to say. Um, but I don't know, that's such a good team. I mean, they got Cam Johnson off the bench, JaVel McGee, campaign, uh <laughs> <laughs> That's really their bench, but uh, who's gonna start in place of Devin Booker? I don't know who would start. Cam? Do they put Cam Johnson in? Do they put Landry Shamit in the starting lineup? I don't know. Um, but Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul. I think that they can get the win against the Pelicans, even though the Pelicans are looking pretty good. I gotta tell at the you. Moment. I gotta tell you. Like just from.
0: Just across the board, on top of, you know, Brandon Ingram and, and C.J. McCollum, I just feel like the Pelicans are playing great right now.
1: That first game wasn't particularly close, though.
0: It wasn't, but I, I, what's the best way? I can't say sticker shock, but I feel like it was, you know, they kind of came into it. and Yeah, right. Phoenix, Phoenix popped them in the mouth, but that wasn't really a surprise. But now they've kind of got their feet wet. They're kind of getting settled. Brandon Ingram is playing fantastic. CJ kind of struggled that last game, but he still had decent numbers at the end. I just feel like the Pelicans can, what did I say? Pelicans 6? I may have to say Pelicans 7. I yeah. May, I may say 7.
1: Because Phoenix is good. I'm going to go Phoenix in 7, but I can see the Pelicans winning. I mean, Brandon Ingram is playing so well. CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas is doing his thing. Oh, my. And they are they got a good team. They do. Like Herb Jones is really good at defense. Jackson Hayes at power forward has been really good. Uh Larry Nance Jr. off the bench has been good. Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, did you see the play where <laughs> you know his thing where he hides in the corner and he yeah. comes and steals the ball like a like a villain or yeah. something like he's like a, it seems like a cartoon villain move like he's he's hiding <laughs> in the corner of the court and when somebody inbounds the ball he like sneaks up there and tries to steal the ball. It's a thing that he does. Yeah. It's kind of it's funny. It's funny. It's kind of amateurish, to be uh, honest. Extremely. But, but it is, I mean, it's a steal. It is, hey. It's still it counting. Counts to him point. for doing it, but it, it's kind of goofy. And Chris Paul when but he saw Chris, him. Yeah, Chris Paul saw him. He's like he probably said something to him and said, get out of here. No, you know he did. He said, get your out of yeah. here, man. What's wrong with you? Get out of so, here. Uh, it is pretty funny though. They do have a pretty good team. I could see them winning. I'll go I'll go Phoenix and seven because they've been the best team all year. All right, now I'll go Pelicans and in seven. Eight one upsets don't happen too often. They don't. I actually don't have a stat. As to how often it would happen. Not often at all.
0: Maybe I can find that out. But but I I know uh, I'm always for the upsets, especially when I don't have a dog in the fight. So I can definitely get with that. But it's going to be tough. If I can get seven games out of a 1-8 matchup, right now will be the best opportunity to do it when you are missing one of your star players. So,
1: yeah, Um, hoping for it. Next series, one that has... Got more interesting, as we have learned, of one of the star players' return. Ooh. Um Dallas versus Utah, which Utah should have took care of business and beat both games that they didn't have Luka Doncic. But they didn't. They're one and one. Ifs and buts, Christian. Ifs and buts. Jalen Brunson went off. He had 41 points. and. Uh, <laughs> What? That's just funny to say out loud. I'm sorry. Jalen Brunson can play. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, he's going to get paid this offseason. But my gosh, 41. You
0: you can't you can't then, let it happen. And
1: then you let Maxi Kleba score 25 on eight of 11 from three. It's just shouldn't have did that. <laughs> and now Luka Doncic is likely to return in Game Three tonight. Whoa. Um, and if you can't beat Dallas without Luka Doncic, even if. Lukas is on like a 30-minute restriction or something like that, you're not going to beat him with him. Oh, no. Not not
0: at all. Um, and it's the crazy thing, though, Christian. It was This was definitely supposed to be Utah series. And everything changed so fast just from them splitting the uh, first two games. You picked Utah, didn't I? you? I I had Utah in five if there's no Luka. And then I had Dallas in six if Luka. See, right there. I said Luka, Luka,
1: Luka. Yeah, Luka. I think I had Dallas in six. I think you did, too. And I will stick with Dallas in six. Okay. Well, since I because know they're gonna if Luca does return, that's it, what I'm going. I with. believe.
0: Think you. Talking uh, still Utah one more. May get one more. Yeah. I yeah. I think I'm going to go that route and stick with my Dallas in six since we do know Luca is returning. Because yeah, but whenever we did our first playoff show, we didn't know how long he's going to be out. It was well, he may miss the first game, he may miss the first two, and he did miss first two. So now he will return. So yeah, Dallas in right. six. That's what I'll rock with.
1: All right, I do want to issue an apology to Uh-oh. Rudy Gobert. As I have slandered him, oh, um, for many years I've been known as a Rudy Gobert hater, but I think I may have been wrong. I think what? I may have been wrong. Why? As I pay more attention to the Utah Jazz, they're just fundamentally built to be a poor defense. It's it's very bad. Their perimeter defense is so bad. Yeah, and they just let they just let themselves get beat. And go to Rudy Gobert, and he has to pick up their man at the hoop. And a lot of the times they don't score on Rudy Gobert; they pass it out to what should have been Rudy Gobert's man, but he's not allowing the you know he's not allowing them to get a free the layup
0: inside bucket. Yeah.
1: So then that person gets a wide open three, and you know sometimes they hit them. I think the league average on a wide open three is forty percent. Yeah, you Get four out of ten of them. Whereas uh, the league average on a wide-open layup is probably like 99%. (laughs) Yeah. Like you don't miss them. So it is the right play to make as Rudy Gobert. And it's not necessarily his fault. Yeah. They just have to get better at perimeter defense. Here's some stats. Opponents' field goal percentage when guarded by a Jazz starter this, this playoffs. They shoot 53.3% on Bojan Bogdanovich, 52% on Donovan Mitchell, 50% on Royce O'Neill, 47% on Mike Conley, and only 32% on Rudy Gobert. Wow. Hey. So everyone else in the starting lineup is just getting destroyed. Getting <laughs> shredded. Yeah, I, I, I can rock with you on that, and I understand. But we,
0: we we had discussed this before, but now you kind of feel bad for him, huh? Now, now that the smoke I is do kind feel of a little so bad. <laughs> Because you're kind of seeing how it's actually playing out. It's I'm not going to apologize to him, but I do get what you're saying. Because it really is. It's set up for him to be Rudy Gobert. They're taking advantage of him being sound defensively. But that stinks because, yeah, that pretty much takes all the, the heavy lifting off the other players for them to just get destroyed the whole game. And, hey, Rudy, and
1: where you at? <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. I used to be very high on him. Uh-oh. I'm not anymore. Really, he's awful at defense, and he's a he's he's a chucker. He's a volume shooter. You know what? The thing about it, I, I kind of noticed that as I well. See the, I see the skill there, mm-hmm. and but, with his arms being as long as they are, I think he's like six one with like a seven foot wingspan. He should be good at defense.
0: See, I but think he's not. I think you just put the nail on the head. You see the skill, but the effort.
1: Like I feel I like he think could. The effort's there. He
0: could be a lockdown guard defender. Just he as could far be as,
1: better on, on offense too. Oh yeah, with shot selection and stuff like that. But he's not. Dude called him a chucker though. I think he's a chucker. He's a bit of a chucker. Does I think the, he shot thirty times last game. Yeah, he did. He was thirteen for thirty. But I don't know, man. Yeah. I mm, I don't know. I think he had more shot attempts than. The rest of their starters combined, or something like that. It's pretty close.
0: <laughs> it, it, no, it, it's it's really close. I think I think um, it, it's close, but if you don't yeah, count quite, Rudy Gobert, quite, yeah. if you don't count Rudy Gobert, he does have more than all the other players.
1: Yeah, because Bojan had 15. Yeah. So,
0: but still, that's uh, too much. So, in that series, yeah, I'm going Dallas in six.
1: And I I do like to see this because Utah. Uh, I do like to see them lose, and they're gonna lose. <laughs> And then chaos is going to ensue, oh, and yeah. Donovan Mitchell is probably going to get moved, and then we'll see what happens with with uh, with Rudy Gobert. But I feel like, I don't know, is Donovan Mitchell given his best effort that he possibly can, or does he want out of Utah, and maybe he comes back, and he's on another team, and he's amazing?
0: I don't know. I, I hate to think that he's kind of sandbagging right now. I wouldn't, I hate to say that about any player. I don't, but I don't think, think he is. But... Mm. You, you just feel like the effort isn't all the way
1: there Mike Conley is but shooting terrible I do feel like if he was on another team to start next year he'll be better than he was this year oh facts just like a new change of scenery and stuff like that he'll yeah. be better next year than he was yeah. this year no I'm, I'm, I'm right with you and and uh, they can't run it back again they, they just can't do it they won't it's, it's out of the realm of possibility like you've done this over and over <laughs> and over again and there's been no real big changes. I mean, you brought in Mike Conley, and you had the best record in the league last year. Man, as, they did, didn't they? Yeah. And then <laughs> you were a flame out in the playoffs. And you gave Mike Conley a, a pretty bad contract, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's like a three-year, $25 million a year or oh, something gosh, like that. Oh, so gosh. Really? Yeah, you just can't run this back. You got you to gotta make some changes. So is um, it safe to say that Utah is boring? They are boring. Is it? it how crazy is that? It, like they're boring. Haven't they always been
0: boring though? I think so. <laughs> I think that that's like nothing new. But the kind of it's say like it even out when John
1: Stockton and Carmelo Malone were playing, it's like, oh, here comes the pick and roll again. It's My like, name oh. Carmelo. <laughs> like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. But, uh, like Darren Williams, the most exciting player they've ever had.
0: Yes, without question. Like, Der- Prime Darren Williams was a monster. Oh, my gosh. That dude was was a beast. He, he really was. That That's funny that but you bring up Darren Williams. I, was like, yeah.
1: I guess we need to get on to these other series. Um, we only got a couple left. Yeah, Warriors and Nuggets. This is one I believe I had the Warriors in six, although I said I think the Nuggets could beat them. I don't think that's the case nah, anymore. Uh, nah. The Nuggets are not beating them. Not at all. Not it's at all. It's just not going to happen.
0: Um, I, I got Golden State in six as well, and I'm probably going to change that to – Five,
1: Ooh. yeah. I kind of want to go
0: the sweep, but I'm I kind of go want five. to too. Let's go sweep. Let's do it. Let's do it, huh? Golden State and four. Golden State and four. We'll both put it down. Golden State and four. I'm telling you, man. Your boy Jordan Poole, which we already knew. Yeah, he's but good. The the fact that it's the playoffs going on, and I and I love the playoffs for the simple fact that more eyes see players, especially when they perform well. More they, the casuals see them. Yeah, Is that's what you're saying. I didn't want more to say the, it like that, the casuals, but yeah.
1: the masses. Can I say the masses? Yes, the masses of people. They say, casuals.
0: you know, <laughs> you know, they say the playoffs are when stars are born. So, you know, you, yes. yes, you have to perform for the casuals as well. But Jordan Poole, is it safe to say he's the third Splash Brother? Do you want to say yes, that? Yes, he's yet? the
1: Splash Nephew. Smash, <laughs> splash Nephew.
0: But what, I got to find a text. My brother sent me the name of the squad. I'm sorry, Alton, I'm, I'm about to say is your it PTSD. Name. No, it's not. 'Cause he gave me one. So
1: they were calling the lineup their their death lineup that may be the best lineup in the NBA. Yeah. Is uh No, I don't like death lineup. Is uh Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, uh, Andrew Wiggins and Draymond, Draymond Green. So they were calling PTSD for Poole, Thompson, Steph, and Draymond. Draymond. But yeah. that leaves off Wiggins. Yeah. So yeah how does that work yeah you gotta have winging but ptsd oh, is a good name ptsd is pretty good. PTSD. oh
0: no this is what it was. he said uh keep it simple with some throwback action he said super splash brothers three <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic i freaking love that name but yeah i, I like a uh, pool party pool party's pretty good
1: i like pool party it's mostly centered on jordan, jordan pool but yeah. um steph curry is the greatest six man of all time <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man he would get all the awards how, how you gonna be the best shooter of all time and then coming off the
1: bench. <laughs> he had 34 points in 23 minutes the other night. <laughs> and uh, Jordan Poole is the fifth leading scorer in the these playoffs. Dude. Averaging 29.5.
0: Let's go, man. I like to see it.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I like Jordan Poole. And also, he's like a meme. Like every time the camera's on him, he's doing something stupid. <laughs> it's like he had that one earlier in the season where he, like, I think he finished it or he made a dunk or something and he fell. The camera was on the sideline and he, like, looked into it. He's like. So, like every time the camera's on him, he does a meme. So, I I like Jordan Poole. Um, This series will be over in four. But the real question is when Steph Curry gets off his minute restriction and he can play, Mm. who do you send to the bench? And that's what. Because I'm not sending Jordan Poole to the bench. I think you're going to
0: have to figure out some way where both of them are on the court at the same time. You just.
1: I'm not going to send
0: Jordan Poole to the bench.
1: Do you start Draymond at center?
0: Depends on who you're matching up against. And you know how that goes with playoffs different lineups different series who knows for sure Depend- so, Okay, so like yeah in the next round who would they play
1: they would either play memphis or minnesota i do not think they can start draymond at center against minnesota, minnesota but, but I think maybe so. against memphis mm-hmm. they could
0: and that's exactly what i was gonna say if they if they're matching up against memphis which i say they're gonna play minnesota um then yes you could but I, I just i don't know man i, I don't know because now nah, you you can't put him on the bench you just can't not not as well as he's playing and how he's earned it you you got to keep him out there especially with him performing the way he's performing you, you can't put him on the bench
1: so now we just have one series left to talk about yes sir memphis versus minnesota which you can hear all those games on one buzz 2 you bet you can i'm tired of john Morant. what
0: i can't say that out loud what happened Who? <laughs> what's wrong with john Morant? he's getting on my nerves I get annoyed easily now, Christian. I do. I know something. Old man. I am. I'm old, grumpy man. The reason I say that is, well, series is tied 1-1. Uh, first game, Minnesota won. A lot of trash talk. A lot of going back and forth. And then the second game, Memphis won. And, you know, it of course.
1: particularly close. Yeah, either.
0: not at all. But, you know, John Moran said, hey, you flip, you switch to the other side. Stay on that side. Stay yeah. on that side. So he, he was really rah-rah about it. But I feel like, You know, if you're Minnesota, you're in a good
1: position. You stole home court. You you go back home. Yep. You got to play in Minnesota, which is going to be, should be a really fun environment for a team that hasn't had any postseason action. Man. For real. Well, since, you know, 2018. But before that, they hadn't had it since 2005. So. Yeah. Um That'll be a fun thing. They need somebody to chain themselves to the to the stanchion <laughs> and or glue themselves to the floor because they are two and zero in games where that happens. That's funny that but you, they are
0: zero and one in games where it doesn't happen. You told me about that and I was like, no, that's not right. And I was like, wait, it is right. It has Something to be right. happened like yes. every time that they won. So,
1: um, <laughs> this is one of the more fun series, I believe. Carl Anthony Towns, great player, had fifteen and eleven in game two. However, he has to commit the dumbest fouls of any star (laughs) player in the league. I don't understand what he's doing on half of these. It's just stupid. Well, yeah,
0: I guess that's the easiest way to put it. It really is a dog. Don't even go for that. Or don't even mess with it. He had an
1: offensive foul the the other night. And Uh, I'm I'm just like, what are you doing? Come on, man. Because he was shooting... And then he like stuck his foot out like really far, like obvious. <laughs> I'm just like, of course you're gonna get called for it. It's just stupid.
0: He, he thought he was a little guard for a second. He thought he could get away with it.
1: <laughs> but uh, so you're still gonna go Minnesota in seven? I'm
0: going Minnesota in seven. You bet I am. Now,
1: I believe I had Memphis in seven, but I'm gonna switch to Minnesota. In hey, seven. what 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 gave you the change of heart, my friend? Just that first game. Yeah, that first game. It was. Minnesota dominated them. Yeah. And it wasn't that Min- Memphis played bad. They played good. Minnesota just beat them. Yeah, they just played better. Uh, Minnesota played bad the other night. They mm-hmm. shot 39% from the floor. Uh, D'Angelo Russell shot 3 for 11. He was good in that first game. So mm-hmm. I think they them going back home, D'Angelo will wake up and he'll have a good game. Anthony Edwards is who he is. I mean, he was he was pretty good the other night, too. Carl uh, Anthony Towns hopefully... Maybe if they can just get Carl Anthony Towns to be really good one game and then commit stupid fouls the next game, <laughs> and then be really up. good, and then commit stupid fouls the next game, they can win. Just,
0: just make sure the games you play well is the final game. Like, Game right. 7 needs to be that game that he plays a great game in.
1: And uh, Steven Adams, he can't play this series. He can't guard cat No, he
0: can't. As uh, strong as he is, this is not a matchup for him because he, he just can't guard him out on the perimeter. He'll
1: just drive right by him. Nope, he can't do um, anything at all. So you're going to depend on like Jaron Jackson Jr. playing defense on Cat, which Jaron Jackson Jr. is known for being in foul trouble. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Minnesota in seven. Minnesota in seven. Are you rocking I do with me? Quickly want to go through oh yeah, NBA it. playoff leaders. Your playoff points leader is Jimmy Butler at 33 points a game. Donovan Mitchell is also at 33 points per game, but he may be shooting below 40% from the field. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> he probably I haven't is. looked it up. Uh Jalen Brunson at 32 and a half. Giannis at 30. Jordan Poole was mentioned at twenty a th- twenty nine and a half. Rebounds leader is Jonas Valanciunas at nineteen a game. He had twenty five in the first game. Dang. But it was very uh Andre Drummond esque. It was like, this dude's <laughs> got all these rebounds and he's doing nothing. Hey, rebounds, that's what he's um, doing. Giannis average averaging 17. Rudy Gobert's averaging 17. Nikola Vucevic is averaging 15. And Joel Embiid's average averaging 13. Assist leader is Chris Paul, the point god. 12 assists per game. James Harden's getting 10 a game. John Morant, 9. Jason Tatum, 9 assists a game. Okay. He's the one that doesn't fit in. And Scotty Barnes, <laughs> who played like three-quarters of a game, has got eight. Dang. So, um, blocks is Jaron Jackson Jr. at four a game. Jaden McDaniels of the Timberwolves is at three a game. Rudy Gobert, two and a half. Nicholas Claxton, two and a half. Giannis, two. steals three and a half. Jalen Brown. Jimmy Butler, two and a half. Andre Drummond, two and a half. Fred Van Vliet, 2.3. Chris Paul, two. Reggie Bullock is the minutes leader at 44.7. Almost 45 minutes a game. <laughs> Dang! Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Gamar DeRozan's got 44 minutes a game. D- Dorian Finney-Smith, 43.2. So, uh... Two Mavericks in the top five. Pascal Siakam at 43 and Jason Tatum at 43.
0: Cool, a lot of minutes right there. Boy, goodness. I couldn't do it. Getting tired just now. No, I about get it.
1: tired playing <laughs> 21 out
0: in the hoop out back. So you were huffing and puffing after we were done?
1: Nah, I wasn't too bad. I you were good. I you were good.
0: Too bad. hey, that's gonna be your home court out there in a little bit, man. Hey, I'm y'all. Shooting every day. Christian stays out there getting shots up. It's a beautiful thing to see. When we get back, we're gonna wrap it up. Got some games for us right here on Double Tech. From the Neptunes Neptunes. And I just wanna let y'all know I'm your pusher The world world is about to feel feel Something something that they never felt before Come on from ghetto to ghetto, the backyard, Welcome back to Double I Tech, HB, so hard, Christian Weaver. Man, I love that beat. That may be my f- Ooh, that's like top three beats for me of all time, like in my life. I love that beat. Right behind Red, Red Light, Green Light. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't even remember how that beat goes. What's that? uh? Like the, that's the baby song, yeah. Ain't? Oh gosh. We're gonna have to play it next week we gonna open the show with it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on, man. It's horrible. It's pretty bad. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Double Tech. If you're on Buzz2, you just listened to the Memphis Grizzlies game and I hope it was a good one. If you're on anything else, we thank you for tuning in. But Christian, you know what time it is. I'm ready to be tested. You ready to be tested? Yes. I don't think you're ready for this, Jelly.
1: It's time for what organization is this athlete associated
0: with? Okay, I gotta find my sheets real quick, because I seem to have lost everything okay there it goes nope that ain't it where's it at oh i lost it okay there it goes all right this should be pretty easy okay maybe you know since we're in the thick of the playoffs i try to have things kind of themed around playoffs and wins and losses and all that stuff so this right here has nothing to do with the playoffs so i say all that to say this (laughs) this is all regular season i want to make sure i emphasize that All-time NBA loss total. Ten teams. Who have the most losses. Who have the most losses. Now, I'll give you two of those teams so you can go ahead and clear your mind. The Celtics are nine and the Lakers are ten because they've been around forever. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. So they are nine and ten with 2,437 and 2,380 respectively.
1: Probably looking at teams that have been around for a while. Oh, yes. I will give you the Knicks. Knicks are number two
0: with 3,064 losses. Oof. I will give you the 76ers. The 76ers are number six with 2,777. The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks are number five with 2,923. You're looking good, sir. All right, You're looking real good.
1: Number one. Let's think. Who is the worst franchise in the NBA? It wouldn't be... I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are probably on the list. They're not in the top ten. They're they haven't actually... been around long enough. Okay. Oh yeah, Austin.
0: I just lost them. But no, no, they're they're down there a little bit. But yeah, they're not in the top ten. They're about right in the twenty
1: mark. Um, another franchise that's been around for a while.
0: Warriors. The Warriors are number three with three thousand sixty losses.
1: Are the Clippers in the top The 10? Clippers
0: are number 8 with 2,448. The Houston
1: Rockets in that top The
0: Houston 10. Rockets are not in the top 13. They're right there. All
1: right, so what numbers am I missing here?
0: You are missing the number 1 team with the most losses. missing. Pistons. They are number 4 with 3,038. So you're missing 1 and 7 now, my friend. The Chicago Bulls. Are not. They're really? right there. They're close, but not in the top 10.
1: Two more franchises. All right. Looking at standings at the moment, so I can see teams, so I can visualize who are the worst team. Well, franchises. I'll tell you this
0: right now. Neither one of these teams made the playoffs, so that'll help you out. <laughs> are the Washington Wizards on there? The Washington Wizards are number seven with 2,701 losses. Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are in fact the worst NBA regular season team. Of all time, 3,187 losses, and this they've been is around for this a while. season. They have, and boy, they've lost a lot during that time. And
1: we're not always the Sacramento Kings, but they have never been particularly good as the Sacramento Kings, except for in the early 2000s. Hey, let DeMarcus Cousins tell it. What has that franchise done for me? And George Carl says, gave you $50 million and an opportunity to play basketball. That's but... A- <laughs> Literally any team in the league would have given him $50 million and he had an opportunity to play any basketball. Any team. So any single team. It's not team. really a great comeback.
0: Hey, well, good job, Christian.
1: You made that too easy,
0: man. See, I'm tired. Got to make it harder next time. Pause. Hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Alley-oops
1: and flagrant fouls. All right, Christian. You got anything? Yeah. Uh, I'll give an alley-oop, too. He got an alley-oop a few weeks ago. I'm going to give it to J.J. Reddick again. Who would have thought <laughs> that J.J. Reddick would become, like, one of the best basketball analysts? there
0: is well see it's a plus because we trust jj we really do do. we we believe the things he says because great college player no good nba player good nba player that's all we ask
1: so he knows what he's talking about um this week on first take Stephen a mad dog russo christopher mad dog russo and uh jj reddick were on there and i believe christopher mad dog russo was trying to say that Bob Cousy was better than Chris Paul. That's exactly what he was trying to and say. And he was basically throwing out his merits and stuff like that, that he averaged 29 a game or something like that. And he was like, and J.J. Reddick said, yeah, against plumbers and firemen. <laughs> Which is what everyone
0: with a brain is thinking. Dude, you've been saying that for a long time. Pretty sure since we've started our double take, that's been like, your go-to.
1: <laughs> this dude was not good at basketball. I'm it, sorry. It, like, during that time, he's fine. The league average was, you know, 39%. Yeah. Which tells you how good the league was. <laughs> they they were not good. Oh, my gosh. Those it, players were not good. And it's okay for us to say he's not as good
0: as Chris Paul. Chris Paul may be one of the best point guards ever. He's top five of all time. You know what I mean? So, you, you take these legends who were playing in an era where the game was completely different. You you should not compare them to these 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 players that are
1: now just on a whole nother level. It's insane. In, in my opinion, there's maybe four players before the year 1970 that you can put in top 50 of all time. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wilt, Bill, Elgin,
0: Jerry West. I can mess with that. I can mess with that. But see, people don't want to hear that, man. You go look at that 75 list. We Like I said, we could shave 25 off that list easy.
1: Yes. Uh, back when they were playing Benny Hill basketball. As we like to say. Yeah. Um, I'll give it to JJ Redick. he's great. He tells it like it is. I like and I that. know that Christopher Mad Dog Russo was seething. I know he was. <laughs> but what could he say? And also, if you think Bob Cousy is better than Chris Paul, I have to think it's racially motivated. Right? <laughs> there's no way, there's no way you could watch both of them and be like, yeah, that guy's better. Back in my day, we didn't dribble like that. Yeah. Bob Cousy is not better than who's the worst point guard in the NBA? <laughs> Do
0: say the worst and the crazy thing about it is you put the worst point guard who's the worst point guard in the g league <laughs> you say he would be a b he would be an nba legend if he played back in the 60s basically is yes. what we're saying. and you're not wrong
1: <laughs> probably anyway i mean if he's like 5 8 or something no, maybe not but. T- it don't matter if, if he if he's nba g
0: league worthy he's
1: probably pretty good so you put him in, you yeah. know what I mean? So, it's better than a lot of them. I'm just saying. He played in, Bob Cousy played in segregation NBA. Yeah. I mean, there dude. was there was like two black players allowed
0: per team. Dude, you mean to tell me you put Isaiah Thomas, young Isaiah Thomas. Like 5'9 yes. Isaiah yes. Thomas? Yes, tiny Isaiah Thomas. That dude would cook. Oh, he would destroy them. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't be,
1: like, he would be regarded as one of the greatest players of all time. Facts,
0: without question. Bob <laughs> Cousy would
1: get destroyed by him. Get out here. Uh, flagrant foul. I'm going to give it to KD. He's been so bad. Give me uh Vietnam flashbacks of OKC versus Golden State. Oh gosh. Um he can't be bad the whole series though, right?
0: Yeah, you would like he to think be, that.
1: Right? Yeah, I I'm hoping
0: when they when they get home he's going to turn it up. I'm I'm hoping so. Hopefully so. so. Because re- I
1: need a, this is too good of like a matchup to just be like five game series four game series you know
0: like i said the thing about it is as well as he played last year as unreal as he was to drop off this hard this this series we wanted the KD that we had last year because shoot brooklyn would be cooking the celtics right now if he was playing like that but I, i'm I'm hoping he turns it on when they get back home i'm hoping so all right my alley you demar derozan we talk bad about him, Christian, after that first game. But at the same time, he really hasn't given us a playoff reason to hype him up. DeMar DeRozan no, he hasn't. He
1: struggles. He's a uh, notoriously bad playoff player.
0: So props for him to turn around and have the great, great matchup or great game that he had. Scoring 41 points and helping Chicago get a much-needed victory so they can split that series. Uh, and my flagrant goes to everybody who has a problem with Kyrie Irving getting mad at the fans. I had no problem with yeah, the Yeah, I don't finger. have a problem. With no problem at all. If if they're talking crazy and some of the stuff they say is just insane. So if he just gave him a little middle finger, he was fine. what 50,000? Yeah. That's crap. I I wouldn't have fined
1: him. Like why? My opinion is they're like, "Oh, there's children in the stands." It's like, "Well, what about the adult that's like cussing them out right beside the Dude! child? Like isn't that a problem?" Right?
0: there. It, it, see Pro- exactly. So now you got this person who's wilding out right beside him. Not going to say anything about him. Then the player says something. He like, said, oh, my kid's right here. Seriously? <laughs> say that to the guy right beside you. You just spilt beer on your kneecap. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's it's okay to say, hey, you're not right. But no, they want to blame the player. So, no. Flagrant to everybody having a problem with Kyrie, having a problem with that fan. I have your problem, Kyrie. Give him that middle finger and then go hoop. I'm
1: fine with that. He needs to be given more middle fingers because in the first game he had 39 points. And in the second, he only had 10. Oh, gosh,
0: he needs God. to flip everybody off. Yeah, he really should. Bring, bring out the middle finger. Gary, please, <laughs> please. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this edition of Double Tech. Was it fun, Christian? Was it too? Painful? It was fun. It was? This is what. Are we at three weeks in a row? No,
1: I are think, we at three weeks in a row? We
0: haven't. We didn't go three for three. It's been a long time in 2022 for us to get three may, in a row. I think it
1: might
0: be three in a row. If it is, well, props to us. We'll definitely get another one in next week. How about that? Yes,
1: sounds good. Same time next
0: week. Same time next week. Y'all have a great one. Shot. Frank Frank. Sit down. Frank Frank. Stand up. Frank Frank. Pass out. Frank Frank. Wake up. Frank Frank. Faded. Frank Frank. Faded. Frank Frank. <sighs>